Yokoso, welcome to Amakara Japan. We welcome you listeners back to with Stephen, Michelle, Stephen Yasushi and myself, uh, Michelle, as we discuss Japanese news headlines that may not hit international news. We are very excited to be back this week. Uh, we took the week off for Thanksgiving, um, our American holiday. So sorry, all our Japanese listeners that you had to miss a week of listening to us. But we are excited to be back. Say hello, Stephen Yasushi. Hi. Konnichiwa. And this week, um, we have a news article that's actually very tragic, very sorrowful to hear about. Um, in the Hukui Prefecture, there was a 71-year-old woman who was taking care of her ailing husband and um, his parents, so her in-laws, and kind of snapped from exhaustion of taking care of them for many years and ended up strangling all three of them and her in her home where they were all staying. Um, very, very sad article um, to read about because she, all these neighbors and friends said she was a model citizen, a model daughter-in-law, um, always was very pleasant to be around. And then all of a sudden she called a relative and said that she had killed these three people. Yasushi, what's, what's the discussion happening over in Japan about this tragedy? Yeah, so um, this is, a, like you said, very tragic case, right? And the motive doesn't look like, you know, money, um, insurance benefit, or just the family re relationships or whatsoever, right? It's purely the exhaustion caused by um, intense nursing, right? So mm -hmm. now people are wondering if they were getting enough support from from the government or the nursing homes and you know what else um, they could have done. Are there like usually I know in this situation Japan is kind of an aging nation there are a lot of people getting into their senior years and adult years and and many people are having to take care of their parents or their the ailing loved ones that they have that are getting older. What sort of support like do people have what sort of resources are there i mean i'm assuming that nursing homes exist and things like that but do japanese yeah. people feel like they like that is their responsibility to take care of their parents and not put them in a rest home well um yeah it has been a tradition especially in the countryside like on um, this um murder case happened in fukui which is uh, in a very small uh, village in the countryside and in those small towns, it, it's it's a, it's a tradition for uh, children to look after their parents. So those traditions are still going on. But um, you know, since we've Japan has been going through uh, declining population and aging, um, people are more and more people are are choosing to you know. Um, live in nursing homes um, in the later, you know, the last stage of their lives. So I, I would say it's becoming very common. And of course, um, in terms of the, so the, uh, the policy systems, we do have nursing care um, insurance. So everybody, uh, when, get, when they get old and, you know, they have some troubles physically or mentally, they are eligible to insurance benefits and and when they go to nursing homes or when they have visits from these you know nursing providers 
um, they, they, they do get um, financial support from the government. But obviously, you know, looking at this case, um, the murder happened in Fukui. Um, maybe the, the, the support wasn't enough and um, people should think about uh, what else um, they, can, they can do. Well, so the question I have, like, so with this support and what people can do, like, would parents, the elderly parents, like if they're in their 80s or 90s and not able to take care of themselves, will they view their own children as lesser inadequate if they, the children put them? Like, would that be like, oh, how dare you? You're supposed to take care of me. I took care of you when you were a child. Now it's your turn to take care of me. What is the mentality of a parent when they're that old with their children taking care of them? Yeah, I think they 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 expect you, you know, the children to take care of of, of themselves. And and I, but um, I think the I don't know. I think it depends on on the region. Um, people in big cities, they they. They don't really have those, you know, traditional family lifestyles anymore. Yeah. So they're, yeah, um, and they see that some nursing homes, their facilities are are very good. So they would rather spend their their, you know, rest the rest of their lives with, um, in a good place, in in nice environment with friends and with deep, you know, with where they can have the full support. Yeah. Well, to a lady who both her mother and her father um, had gotten to the point where they couldn't take care of themselves and she would have to go for hours traveling to take care of them in the evening time and then get up super early and make it back to work. And it like after this went on for months and, and I asked her about it and I was like, this is this is not good for your mental health and your, you know, physical well-being. Like, why don't you put them in a nursing home? And it kind of came down to that idea of like, well, they're my parents. We'll just take care of them. And and this was in the city still. And so I guess you think that because there's a lot of interesting things with Japanese culture that are slowly shifting and changing, but it's a very, very slow process. Do you think that this is one that with this information, this article coming out and people becoming more aware of of the dangers of of exhausting yourself? Do you think that society will change and start looking out and caring for people a little bit easier? Or do you think it's just going to take a long, a long time to really make any changes? Yeah, so we haven't really seen the change yet, right? This is something new. And, you know, after this incident um, was reported, people are starting to um, see um, the nursing situations a little bit uh, differently. So um, I think there are two major problems um, related to this incident. Um, one is what, what we call roro kaigo. Um, roro means elderly looking after elderly. Right, so mm-hmm. she was um, 71 year old, and um, so if anything, she would have received assistance, right, or care. Um, yeah. But she instead she had to um, um, look after her family members. And another issue is what we call taju kaigo. It it means 
like multiple nursing. Um, so not only she had to take one person, but she also had to look after three members of the family, right? Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, nursing it itself is a strenuous job, you know? Um, I mean, like if you compare it to raising kids, raising three children would be really difficult, but yeah. then you can just, you know, when they're especially little, they take naps and, you know, then they can have some relaxing moments or, you know, um, they can, you can just put them on a stroller um, and go for shopping or something. Yeah. But well, you're you also not, you're gonna say you're also you cannot younger really, and the children are yeah. older. So the, the gap and the difficulty of it's getting easier as time goes on with this, right. it would be getting more and more difficult because both groups are aging. Right. And you cannot lift up, you know, elderly person. They are heavy, especially when you're, you're, you know, old too. Yeah, exactly. You cannot take out three adults outside on a wheelchair or anything. So when you cannot go shopping, how can you cook food? Get a three person wheelchair. I think, what if, because I've seen those like childcare places that they have like that giant wagon that they push all the kids around and just put a yeah. elderly in a wagon like that. <laughs> yeah, so children you can do it, for, but for adults, no. And so let me give you, you know, let me just describe a little more, you know, detail uh, about this incident. Um, so her, the suspect, um, so this 71 year old, um, woman, uh, after killing her family, she took sleeping pills uh, in an apparent attempt to, you know, kill herself, right? But mm. uh, next day, her daughter visited the family and found what has happened. And, and the suspect was taken to the hospital and she survived. And now she admits to the killing. And her husband is 71-year-old. Uh, oh, excuse me. He's 70 years old. And he suffered a stroke several years ago, so he cannot walk very well. Her in-laws are both in 90s, and they receive um, government nursing care. They are level one or level two in the Japanese uh, metric systems. So mm-hmm. both of them cannot use the toilets. They cannot um, eat solid food. So they, they, they really need help. And they had two daughters, but they're apparently um, both out of town, maybe have a job or family mm-hmm. um, outside the village. And they have been leading this sort of lifestyle for more than 10 years, right? So even the nicest person in the village, so their parents-in-laws were very proud of the suspect. They once said she is the best bride in the community and she, they liked her so much. But, you know, apparently this this life was just too stressful, you know, too exhausting for her. And after several years of um, having such a tough job of taking care of her family, she eventually decided, you know, this is it. I can't take it anymore. And this is what happened. Yeah, it's it's very sad and very tragic. I know in in, in part of the article, it discusses that just in general in Japan, that there's about 13 million households in Japan where members are 65 years and older, which is about a quarter of all households in Japan. So it kind of shows how much of this aging community um, is is, is Japan, uh, that Japan has. But the thing that was most surprising to me was the fact that, like, they 
have this study that in 2018, there were 31 murder cases in which the reason why the person murdered or the culprit murdered the family or these people was because of fatigue, you know, taking care of their parents and their loved ones for many, many years. It just added up on one another. And they said since 2007, since they started making or tracking this in the police agency, that basically between 30 and 50 cases of people you know killing their loved ones because they're emotionally exhausted like that seems like an extremely Mm. high number annually yeah so this is not a unique case right this is just one of the uh, many um you could say maybe this is just tip of the iceberg yeah right? right yeah so now i think you know when we talk about nursing uh we tend to look at people who receive care but now you know, maybe we should also look at um, people uh, around them, you know, their families who, who are caregivers, because they might also need help. Exactly. I mean, I wonder if there's a way to not only, you know, have, have the assistance through, you know, insurance and all this stuff, but then also help mental, mental health available for those caregivers. Yeah. family members or like you said some other sort of government assistance program where it gives these you know children a break sanity break at least from from yeah. taking care of these duties yeah oh. so you know as you as you may all know um japan is one of the most you know rapidly aging societies in the world right so <laughs> what is happening here is eventually going to happen in other countries you know, some countries in Europe, like UK, France, and Germany, they are already going through this, you know, aging population phase. So I think, you know, if you look at the bright side, um, people can learn a lot from um, what's happening in Japan and how the government is dealing with these problems. So um, I think it is still largely untapped market. Um, it hasn't, we haven't really seen, you know, innovations or you know, disruptions happening in this nursing industry, but some interesting experiments are going on, like you know, installing robots in the nursing homes. So instead of talking to people, the, the elderly people can talk to humanoid robots and they can communicate, or they can have like pet robots, you know, like the, the cat or dog or even sea otters, you know, like the, just like the stuffed animals. And they don't really talk, but they sort of respond to your rea- reactions. And there are some studies done about it, and and it seems like um, they have some soothing effect um, mentally uh, and physically. It makes you feel better, and they they become they feel refreshed and lively. So I think there could be more interesting ex- experiments, um, and in Japan, and Japan may uh, perhaps have some advantages because we have huge population of you know elderlies. No, those those are some really interesting ideas. I, you know, never even thought about the way tech could help assist in in those in this situation to just keep people sane and happy and things like that. Yeah. Now the question is: Are you going to let your child take care of you? Are going to force your child to take care of you, or like just let me die in a home? Let me live there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to spend the rest of my you know days in in with my family, definitely. But I don't know what he will say. Interestingly yeah. enough, I asked the same question to my son just, just the other day, a few days ago, and he said, I will. So I, I trust him. 
he's five years old. I think that might yeah. change in, you know, the next 50, 60 years. <laughs> He'll learn. Yeah, true. He'll Who learn. knows? Well, I think that's all the time we have today. I want to thank Stephen and Yasushi for um, discussing this um, article and talk about Japan and the news. And we thank you listeners for listening and tuning in this week. And we hope you have a wonderful week and hope you turn in next week for whatever news headlines hit Japan. Thank you and ja, matane. Bye. Sayonara.